Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everybody, it's such a joy for me to be with all of you today. Thank you so much for dropping by. Just want to declare that God has great things in store for you as well. Before I go into the message that I have in store for you today, I encourage you to connect with me through the various social media platforms that I'm available on. You can check out my content on Instagram. You can also connect with me through Facebook and Parler. You can also subscribe for daily inspirations through WhatsApp and you can also get regular content on youtube don't forget to get my books both my first one who am i which will help you understand your identity as well as my second one unveil your purpose which became a number one on amazon which will help you discover your purpose and to start walking in it as well you can get more details at www.johngifter.com and i encourage you to rate this podcast in the platform that you are listening to and also give a review so that it will boost and help reach more people and thank you so much for listening and do share it around with your friends and loved ones so that it will be a great blessing to them as well now let's go to the session that we have for today Hey everybody it's such a joy for me to be with all of you today thank you so much for dropping by I just want to declare that God has great things in store for you as well we're so honored and privileged to have with us an amazing singer songwriter and musician all the way from the United States of America and it's none other than Holly Star who has made such a great impact for the kingdom of God through her songs and her music especially two of her songs is uh, that is don't have love and true my father's eyes which actually topped the charts in the Christian in billboards as well and she has been a great imp- uh, testimony and uh, from where god has lifted her to where she is today and it's such an amazing honor to have her with us today thank you so much holly for joining us in our session today thank you john for having me i'm looking forward to it that's amazing and uh, I always uh, say this that uh, the best introduction a person can give is self introduction. I gave you the introduction based on what I've seen on Wikipedia and other uh, sites but I encourage you to take this time to share something about us that we may not know and introduce yourself. Yeah, well, it is great to be with you guys. Um I am from Washington state in the United States so on the very west coast. um by the Pacific Ocean um so my dad was an onion farmer which is kind of a unique aspect of my um childhood 
um, but I grew up with a heart for music and so I said I don't want to drive tractors so <laughs> I'm gonna write songs <laughs> Um, but then as I went through school, some unique things, I was a pole vaulter in high school. I was into sports quite a bit. Um, but and now even as a musician, I am I just went back to school to be uh, to pursue a, a degree in biblical studies. So that's been kind of my recent new uh, aspect of life that's um, kind of unique, I guess, that you won't find online. <laughs> That's awesome. That's amazing. So you're not just going to be a singer songwriter. You're going to be a theological singer and songwriter, right? I hope so. so yeah. <laughs> because there are a lot of people who say, "Oh my goodness, they wrote a song, but where's the theological background behind it?" But you're going to be the one who makes a difference in that regard. And uh, one of the things I just, yeah, <laughs> you are. So one of the things I just. Um, uh you know caught my attention when you talked about you know being a uh, uh, growing up in an onion farm um did you know back then when you were a little kid that uh, one day you would be making an impact across the globe or uh, was this taken to you as a surprise because i've seen a lot of people when you talk to them uh, they say um, you know i didn't expect god to lift me in this regard i didn't expect to go to this level it was uh, something like a surprise to me but uh, there are also those who say no i already saw this coming i knew this was going to happen someday uh, so in your uh, case what was the right thing that happened Yeah, I would say for the most part it was a surprise. Um I was very shy um as a kid, but I had a heart for ministry really young. So I always knew that I was going to be involved in ministry in some capacity. Um but I thought my songwriting would be kind of a hobby. It would be like I'm writing songs as a tool for ministry, but I didn't realize it was going to like be the direction of my whole life, you know. Um So but yeah God did give me vision as, as a young person for that but to what extent I didn't really know um how it would all transpire or how early it would transpire in my life I was a senior in high school when I knew without a shadow of a doubt that I, my life was going in this direction um but before that it was like I I don't know we'll see <laughs> because you know uh, when you uh, talk about your story like you came from an onion farm uh, and uh, when you look at my life for example um, my life is not in an onion farm but my life was in you know the systems that are set up here right like the expectations laid upon you by family you know you should be an engineer or a doctor this this is the system that's prevalent here in india mm-hmm. but for me god play put this dream and this vision in me that I'll make an impact across the globe through and that's how the podcast out of the blue started blooming and the, the way the impact is it's amazing uh for so when people ask me I'm like you know I already saw this coming I saw this in the, my spirit I knew this was happening so when I'm actually doing it it's like wow this is what I actually dreamt of long yeah. time ago yeah. right yeah for sure I definitely can uh, resonate with that a little bit it's It's pretty cool when you you sense God moving in your heart in a specific way you don't know exactly how that will look but then it happens and you're like oh it, that's what it was you know <laughs> it's cool that's amazing because uh, a lot of people today look at where they are in life and then they just 
give up thinking this is how their life is always going to be right like they look at their past they look at their background they look at all the reasons why it's not going to work out and they're going to say oh my goodness i cannot uh, dream big i don't have much to offer in this world i don't think maybe those dreams were just my you know that's the way people put right stop dreaming too much it's not going to happen you come from the wrong family the wrong background but yours is a classic example of from where you came from to where god has lifted you uh, can you share some encouragement to such people to tell them hey it doesn't matter where you come from it doesn't matter what your background is it doesn't matter if you don't come from a place of influence or you don't have the enough support but still god can do something beautiful that far exceeds your expectations yeah absolutely i think for me the um important word of advice that i would give is just um recognize where god has you and and be faithful with what he's given you and trust that he has the long view in mind he has the big picture of your life um in his in his mind when he thinks of you and so you don't have to worry about um how you're going to get there but you can trust that he will provide because he is our provider so it's just more focusing on remembering that God is faithful and then taking the next right step in your life like there's where every single day of our life has many many decisions to be made and many opportunities to love people that are right next to us and if we're if we're overlooking those opportunities then we we might miss out on some of the bigger opportunities where i feel like God is God uses all those little opportunities for us to love to help form our hearts in the way that he would take us to do anything whether that's big or small um i hope that makes sense one of the one of the things that um has uh encouraged me is a, a prayer um by uh it's called a prayer of Oscar Romero and i can read it for you or i can just tell you a little bit about it um i'll just read it if it's okay yeah sure, no problem go can ahead you still see me um Okay, it's called A Prayer of Oscar Romero. It helps now and then to step back and take a long view. The kingdom is not only beyond our efforts, it is even beyond our vision. We accomplish in our lifetime only a tiny fraction of the magnificent enterprise that is God's work. Nothing we do is complete, which is a way of saying that the kingdom always lies beyond us. No statement says all that could be said. No prayer fully expresses our faith. No confession brings perfection. No pastoral visit brings wholeness. No program accomplishes the church's mission. No set of goals and objectives includes everything. This is what we are about. We plant the seeds that one day will grow. We water seeds already planted, knowing that they hold future promise. We lay foundations that will need further development. We provide yeast that produces effects far beyond our capabilities. we cannot do everything and there is a sense of liberation in realizing that this enables us to do something and to do it very well it may be incomplete but it is the beginning it is a beginning a step along the way an opportunity for the lord's grace to enter and do the rest we may never see the end results but that is the difference between the master builder and the worker we are workers not master builders ministers not messiahs we are prophets of a future that is not our own that's amazing. Yeah, I love that. I love that um prayer because it it reminds me that no matter if I'm a singer in front of thousands of people or I'm just a a stay-at-home mom with my kids and investing in their lives like 
those little acts of faith, of love and obedience to Christ are the things that matter in the long run. And so, I don't know, I, I want people to believe that God has a future for them and not to get stuck in the routine, but also to um, remember that all those little things that you do matter just as much as the big things. Um, so. Yeah, I fully agree with you on that because I was reminded of the story of uh, Joseph in the Bible, right? His journey began when he went to deliver food to his brothers. That was something so insignificant, something this menial, but he was faithful in that little and he ended up uh, delivering food to nations of the world. What you start right now may seem insignificant and you may think like, oh my goodness, what's so great about it? And we try to to never put our best foot forward when you are just in that little. But God says when you're faithful in that little, we have no idea where God can lift us, right? Because yeah. and by the end of the day, when you look at your life, you're, you're making an impact for the kingdom of God through that, right? Like Joseph didn't reach the palace to be on a vacation. He reached the palace to serve people. And that's exactly yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. God, I believe God puts us in very specific places for specific reasons. And we don't always get to know the reasons why. Um, but just trusting that he's he's a God of purpose and um, and love and he cares about what's going on in your life. So yeah. that's true. And also one more thing I tell people is in your case, you know, when you are in the uh, onion farm, it's not something you can plan to reach where you are today. It was the hand of God that led you. So like Joseph couldn't just, okay, I'm going to become the prime minister. He couldn't go and study some history books or uh, administration and uh, see that happen. Even if he planned and tried and worked out, it wouldn't have happened. So don't try to figure things out on your own. Just trust God. God still has a plan for you and he can do things that you can never ever imagine. So when you talk about your songs, how did it begin? Like, uh, did you take the step to work on your gifts or when did you realize and so many young people today uh, you know are just wasting their time Uh, I recently wrote my second book which became a bestseller by grace of God on unveil your purpose Uh, because my intention is I don't want people to waste their life but to work on their gifting work on their God-given destiny and their purpose so that they make an impact for God's kingdom Mm -hmm. so what is your idea or suggestion to people uh, on how they discover their purpose Mm -hmm. or how did you discover that you had the gift of singing and how did you learn to come out and share your gift to the world rather than just keep it to yourself thinking oh no it's just insignificant yeah for sure well, I think um, from from the beginning, my heart for the for sharing the gospel with my friends and with people has just been a passion of mine. Um, and so, when I when I was approaching um, middle school, and I had this pa- or approaching approaching high school, excuse me, and I had this passion, but I was nerv- I was too nervous to like talk about it. I had at the time just started being a part of our church's music team, the worship team. And um, I realized if I can play a worship song, then I could probably write one. And if I can write a song, then I can use that to encourage my friends to come to church with me or to learn about Jesus. And so I did that. And that, that to this day is what, what drives me to write more music. Is, is a, it's a tool for ministry. And so um, I think when it comes to finding your purpose, um, it, I think you look look inside your heart and say, God, what are the things that you've given me that I can do? Like, do I have the skill of this or that or something else? You know, like 
I don't know, there's every, all of us have different giftings, but like, what, how do you see yourself? How can you see yourself utilizing that gifting to bless others? And I think that is a, a key element to how, like, where our life is supposed to go, I would guess. I mean, I'm not a perfect answer to this, but that's how it worked for me. So that's my advice I would give. That's really, that's exactly what I tell people. Discover your gift and start working on it. And what you used to do as a kid is what you're going to ultimately see uh, in the direction of your life when you're committed to God, right? Like Joseph started out to interpret dreams as a young boy, ended up being a dream interpreter that took him to his palace. The same thing happened with uh, Samuel. He heard the voice of God when he was a young boy. Long story made short, he's a prophet to the nation. So what you used to do when you were young, you were working on your gift of singing, your gift of writing songs. And that's what has taken you to where you are today. So uh, what is your story, uh, sorry, songwriting process uh, like? You know, how do you get the inspiration and uh, what would be your advice to budding songwriters? Now, for example, my brother is a songwriter himself. So like that, I can think of so many songwriters uh, who uh, kind of think like, oh my goodness, I'm not sure how to put myself out there. So what is your advice to uh, such songwriters? Yeah, um, my, my biggest piece of advice is to not write by yourself. Um, songwriting by myself was always a lot harder than writing with someone else. Um, it's not impossible, but just it's the whole iron sharpening iron thing. I feel like whenever I get in a room with one or two other people, there's just more uh, fluidity for ideas to just go. And you're like, oh, instead of sitting in my room thinking, is this a good idea? I quickly have somebody say, no, <laughs> that's a terrible idea. <laughs> or or on the flip side, like if it's a good idea, they can say, that's, let's go that direction. It just kind of helps you keep the vision um, songwriting, I found is difficult sometimes to be like, okay, here's what I want to write about. How do I make sure I still stay within that um, vision of the song from the beginning to the end? You know, it's like you have such a short period of time to write something very significant. And so you want to make sure every word is, is pointing in that direction. Otherwise, you might get off off topic or off base and then the song might fall a little bit flat. So <laughs> I definitely recommend songwriting with others. It's been a huge help for me. Um, yeah that's really good all you songwriters listening or watching listen to that okay many times we try to you know build it up on our own but yours is a very good suggestion right like when you start take this help of other people and uh, I was reminded of uh, I watch a lot of Hannah Montana so I was reminded of um, um, incidents where she writes a song and everybody laughs at uh, you know but you know it's actually good to have such friends with you who can encourage uh -huh. and tell you uh, you're going in the right direction so yeah, it's really good it's, it's hard when you're like when somebody's criticizing or critiquing what you write but it's actually really good it's like you will definitely end up with a better song in the end if you allow that critique. And I will say that the people that you write with don't have to be musicians or songwriters. They can be anybody, just somebody that can sit in the room with you and say, hey, this is what I want to write. Help me make sure I go that way, you know? Okay, okay. That's really good. One of your songs that really made a great impact for the kingdom of God is uh, Through My Father's Eyes. And uh, that song... Um, 
made an impact in my life as well like you know uh, for me uh, growing up because of a lot of things that i went through it really hit me in my identity low self esteem and i used to find it so hard to talk to people you know today i'm just speaking because i'm like a non stop radio box but back in the day if you want to push me to speak i'm like no i don't know what to say i'm so scared and so reserved and so shy and uh, i'm a full fledged introvert so uh, but Same the truth here. to me so Oh, me too. <laughs> Actually the introverts are the ones who are very good in these things. <laughs> yeah. So growing up in that kind of a fashion it really hit me on my identity as well and uh, the, your song through my father's eyes was one of the songs that really made an impact in my life and uh, back in the day whenever i used to preach or uh, any on any topic related to that i used to share your song and share it around in my university and all of that so uh, i was uh, really blessed by that song and i'm sure uh, anybody i talk to and say I'm, you know i'm going to do this session with all his they will like oh the songwriter of uh, through my father's eyes so that song is the one that's made a huge impact so uh, i came to know from some of the interviews that i went through about you Uh, you shared that this a uh, song came from a place where you yourself went through uh, something like an identity crisis where you found it difficult to accept yourself mm-hmm. and uh, today needless to say when you look at uh, the all the ideal uh, aspects that are said by society or movies or advertisements you know this is what is ideal this is what is normal and you look at your imperfections and you look at where you are and you find it so hard to accept yourself so based on your journey can you share uh, how did you uh, learn to accept yourself in those moments and uh, how did the song come out through those moments yeah definitely so um i would say that the 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 most influential moment for me in that process so for those of you who don't know i struggled with um eating disorder and so i i struggled and that was a result of all that you just shared media just negative thinking about myself low self esteem um and it, it just i just reached a breaking point one day where i was like i can't i can't do this anymore god if i if i live this way i'm not going to live very long and um i in that moment i felt like what god was teaching me was to come back to who he said he was you know like he is my healer and so i had to choose to believe or not like do i believe that god is truly the healer like can he heal me um and i found that even though i had grown up in a christian home and i knew the names of god like i wasn't truly believing that and so i had to uh it was like a moment where i say it's like where the rubber met the road for me i had to, to choose do i actually believe this or not and so i chose to say yes to god and say i i trust and believe that this is who you are and um so i went on a, a year long journey of giving up something in my life that meant a lot to me and and praying um for an entire year uh, every time I wanted that and as like a act of faith and trust that God could could take me out of this season that I was in and um about 2/3 of the way through that year of prayer I started noticing a shift in my heart and just this realization that like I think God's healing me and it wasn't like an overnight thing but it was like a slow progression towards just healthier thinking and the moment that that I was mentioning earlier that that really made that shift was when I started to realize that God made me good. He made me beautiful and like he doesn't make things on accident. He doesn't make things unintentionally. And so 
what the world is telling me on one hand is that I'm not good enough. Um, but what God is saying is I've made you good. And my definition of beauty is the definition that you need to live your life under, not, uh, not under the definition of beauty that the world is telling you. Um, and so that's my encouragement is that if you find yourself with low self-esteem, ask yourself, why is it because somebody's told you that you're too heavy or that your hair is the wrong, your hair is not the way it should be, or uh, you're too short or you're too tall or whatever, you name it. Like what's causing you that low self-esteem? Um, and then bringing it to God and saying, what do you say about me? Who do you say that I am? And then putting those things on your wall at home and as reminders, like you made me beautiful, you made me good, and um, and I have purpose, and I'm I'm needed in this world, and those types of affirmations I think are really important and helpful. Another thing that that uh, just from a practical standpoint is recognizing what things in your life cause you to fall into sin. So for me, it was like a mirror was really dangerous for me because I found myself standing in front of a mirror for way too long in the morning trying to figure out if I was pretty or not, you know, <laughs> like stupid things like that. Um, so for a long time, I had to have no mirrors in my bedroom or in my house, like the full length body mirrors. I would even do my hair and makeup without looking in the mirror in the mornings. It sounds crazy, but it's like I had to cut those things out of my life to reorient my mind as far as what is beauty and um, how will I view myself according to that. Um, another thing would be like scales. I couldn't have scales in my house because I was uh, too crazy about how much I weighed every morning. You know, like those types of things. Like you've got to know what causes you to fall so you can cut it out of your life. Um, the verse where Jesus talks about, he's talking about adultery, but he's saying like, if an eye causes you to sin, gouge it out. You know, like I... Obviously, that's not the specific context that he's talking about at the time, but I think it really sheds a light on how serious we need to take things that cause us to fall into sin. And like, hands down, I do like I recommend this over and over again. That process is what helped me um, overcome that. So it's a it's a battle. It but God has definitely done a huge restoration work in my life, and I just. I'm very passionate that people know that they're just because they feel stuck doesn't mean they are stuck. There is a way out and it's just taking one step at a time. So, so uh, after uh, this many years, uh, do you still struggle with it or is it something, a thing in the past for you? Yeah, it's a, it's a thing in the past. Mostly I would say like 99% in the past. I only leave that 1% because I'm a human. <laughs> and so I can't say that I'm perfect or got it all together. There are days where I'm like, oh, I wish I looked like this or that. But I still have to be proactive at picking out those weeds, you know, so they don't turn into full-blown uh, root systems in my life. So it's like you can't just ignore it. You have to be attentive to to it. But thankfully now I've got some some boundaries like my husband knows all about it so he's always making sure like are you thinking about that right but um it's not as much of a struggle by any means like it used to be okay i used to do something very similar to what you were sharing but just the opposite uh you said you stood in front of the mirror and you was looking at your imperfections uh but uh, in order to overcome this what i used to do is i used to stand in front of the same mirror every day sometimes even for two hours three hours yeah. and i used to declare god's word over my life like wow. that was something that really uh changed a lot of things in me like every i mean i struggle with identity right so i used to keep declaring no i'm fearfully and wonderfully made i'm made in the image of god 
god god did not make a mistake in creating me i'm cute i'm attractive i'm cunningly fashioned all the verses that are of course cute and attractive are not in the bible but still i used to take all these things and uh, literally i've seen people after i started saying this there were people who actually came to me you're cute so you know uh, that is so good uh, that you know from a place where i struggled with identity uh, i wrote my first book on identity you know god just turned the tables around like my first book was called who am i everything this turned around like see you struggle with identity and your hit song was on identity and uh, that's the same thing that happened with me so yeah. uh, god is a god of turnarounds and like you said you know if there's anything that's cutting you from you know uh, accepting yourself or you know living the life that god intends for you to i think it's best to take those things off right you know yeah. it's good to fast from those things and even recently my brother was suggesting that i fast from certain things that affects me even in my identity for me it's like you know uh, like you said 99% you are just set free but sometimes you know okay uh, it just dawns on you oh my yeah. goodness yeah. you overcome this and so when you talk about um, you know uh, some of your songs like God is is one of my favorite songs of yours that I constantly listen on repeat mode. So, uh why didn't you take this time to share uh, of course God is is my favorite song but you also spoke about uh, run the race. Uh just take this time to tell quickly, you know, the story behind both the songs and uh, how yeah. it's been a blessing to people. Yeah, for sure. Um well God is is a unique one because I actually did not write that song. That's the only song I've ever recorded that I didn't write myself. um but it was okay. presented to me um and i was like i can't not record this song because it's so in line with what i stand for and it's this i just have my deepest desire in all my ministry and all my life is to bring people back to trusting in who god is um when we have a the big view of god when we have an understanding of who he is like that is the core of our faith if we don't understand and re- and continue to remember who he is in our life we'll start to forget and we'll start to fall back on our our tendency to sin or to walk away from him and find ourselves in places we don't want to be but when i constantly remember okay god is my provider that means i don't have to worry about my life he's with me all the time that means i don't have to worry about feeling alone you know he's um going to sustain me i don't have to worry about running out of uh of strength when i feel weak you know like he will be there so that song for me is just a reminder that um i wanted to record it because this is this is the vision this is the the vision of my life it's the vision of my ministry um and i i know that i can't relate to everybody in the world and all their circumstances and stories they're going through that are very different and harder than mine or um whatever you name it but this is true for all of us regardless of what our life story looks like god is greater than the pain um he's with us through it all and if we keep our eyes on that then we'll be able to weather any storm we go through and what about your recent one uh, run the race oh yeah yeah so run the race um romans uh 11 and 12 romans chapter 11 and 12 verse 1 is one of my favorite like passages in scripture um Rome, chapter or not romans hebrews excuse me i always hear romans <laughs> So Hebrews 11 and 11 and 12 verse 1 it says the section of Hebrews where you go they, there's this list of all of the historical figures of of our faith who have gone through great challenge and in spite of those challenges they had faith in God 
And though most of them did not see the see the promises that God gave them come to fruition in their life, um, God was still faithful to His promises. And so it's just this, this exhortation in, in, in chapter 12, verse 1, that says, For since we've been surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, all these people have come before us, Noah, Moses, Abraham, all these people, um, because they all went through this too, like, let us today run with endurance the race that's been set before us. And I think we all need to that encouragement is that, no, life may not look like we thought it would or um, how we want it to look, but um, we're not alone in that pursuit of trusting God in the midst of unknowns. And um, it's not just, we're not just here isolated alone in 2021. It's like there's centuries of people before us who have made this exact same choice. And so let's let's do that together too. So that, um, that portion of scripture really means a lot to me with that song. Um, personally, I was going through uh, a really deep season of anxiety. Um, very difficult and super hard, but I felt like in the in the very bottom of that season where I was hitting the hitting the very my lowest very lowest point, um, I sensed God was calling me to just trust Him once again. Say, trust me, like I said earlier, trust me that I am who I say I am, and um, and I will be there through this season with you. And looking back, I'm like hands down, He was exactly who He said He was. He was there. He pulled me through it. And when I thought I would die, He would He pulled me through. <laughs> So just encouragement to, to, to know that he's made you and me with capability to endure, um, even though we feel like we might fall apart at times. That's a lie as well. He's give, he'll give us the strength we need when we need it. Um, so that's where Run the Race came from. Wonderful. It's one of my favorite songs in the recent songs of yours. And uh, I just... Uh, uh, encourage everybody who's watching or listening uh, if you have not yet listened to her songs I encourage you to uh, listen it will be a great blessing to all of you as well I put all the links to her content on the description so I'm sure you don't find it hard to find them so uh, the next thing I want to ask you is about uh, the yes necklace necklace right uh, what is this about I mean uh, of course this is something specific to widows and uh, the what is your burden behind this? And uh, can you share a little bit about uh, this Yes necklace? Yeah, for sure. So I'll come back to kind of what I was talking about earlier is my, the passion of my heart and my ministry is to lead people back to remembering who God is and to trust Him. So the Yes necklace, is a, I created that as a symbol of faith, saying, yes, I trust you, God. It's just like a reminder in our daily lives um, to do that. So I had started making these necklaces um, years ago, and in the middle of that season, my grandma uh, was going through widowhood. She had been a widow for seven years uh, before she passed away, and I was walking through that season with her and just seeing how difficult it really was up, up close. I would spend the night with her and spend lots of hours with her during the day. Um, and I just remember feeling like I would do anything to uh, ease the pain that she's experiencing. Uh, and so I thought naturally, I was like, well, I'll give her a necklace just to see maybe that'll encourage her. And to my surprise, it meant more to her than I could have ever dreamed of. She wore it every single day, never saw her without it on. And even to the point of the day she passed away, um, I got to the hospital and she was still wearing it. She passed away with the necklace on her neck. And I just remember being so touched by that, like, 
I can't even probably scratch the surface of understanding what this meant to her. Um, so that meant a lot to me, but then it was also like, she's not the only widow in the world that I've come across. And it was very, it became apparent to me as I spent time with her, as I helped her through that season, how many needs widows still have that a lot of us are just unaware of because we're not in that season of life. Um, you know, like moving a piece of furniture in her house, she was afraid to call somebody to come help her because she didn't want to inconvenience them or uh, she didn't really drive, so she needed rides places. Uh, quite frequently, but that can be hard to ask, you know, when you're when you're the age that she was, and um, and then uh, like a light bulb needing switched out in the ceiling, you know, like stuff like that. Um, I had the opportunity to move into her house after she passed away and lived there for a year, and I just got to see even more so like the reality of those difficulties for her, and so it just kind of, kind of became like a a light bulb moment for me. Like there's a need in our life there's a need for widows in our lives um that we need to be aware of and it's not that we need to go and like like change their world by any stretch of the imagination but just remember that there's there's little things that we can do that will greatly impact their quality of life as they're going through one of the hardest imaginable losses we can experience as humans um and so i just want to be somebody who, who used my voice to just shed light on that even just lightly and say hey Here's a necklace that I'm making. My intention is to encourage you to trust God, but hey, you might know somebody in your life, a widow maybe perhaps, who could use the encouragement as well, that, that they're not alone, that you see them, um, and that you're willing to kind of pray with them and, and carry, not carry them, but like walk, link arms with them through this season. That's really hard, so. That's a really uh, different kind of a burden that I've seen. Like I've seen people have a burden for orphans or uh, the destitute and all of them. But this was something that really caught my attention because uh, the Bible does specifically say, right, like take care of the widows and pray for them. But uh, I've never seen anybody else who actually has that burden. And uh, one of the things I always tell is, you know, each one God has given us separate burdens, right? Like in your case, uh, you know, this burden, especially for for widows uh, back in the day i mean for one of my burdens is like you know specifically interceding and praying for celebrities so a lot of people used to you know trigger the gun against me they used to be like what are you doing you're praying for justin bieber what are you doing you're praying for you know this president or you know the founder of isis or all of them but you yeah. know uh, each individual has a specific burden and when you walk in uh, 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 in accordance with that you actually make an impact for God's kingdom like never before. Yes. So, because uh, I'm so grateful to God that you, he said yes to your burden and you started walking in that. Many mm -hmm. people are like, okay, fine. Everybody says, go in this direction. I go in that direction. But yeah. you took the step uh, in this specific direction. And I was reminded, like, as he was sharing about your grandma, and I was actually reminded of my own grandma. Mm -hmm. uh, she's uh, still, uh, you know, even though it's been uh, over... Um, I, I think almost a, a, over a decade since my granddad passed away, but uh, she still writes poems in remembrance of her, mm -hmm. of him, you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, now when I think about it, you know, uh, more than us, like she lived with him for so many years and the impact and, uh, you know, the pain and the kind of questions that would be in her mind and when she's alone. Uh, I'm so grateful that you, you have something that, you know, will encourage them and uh, to let them know that uh, you 
you're not alone that you you know god still yeah. got a plan and a purpose and she actually even now she makes a lot of things and she just gives it to the church to make money oh. for the church and all of that yeah. she keeps teaching and writing and stuff like that so yeah uh, that's the way uh, we got to encourage and so when you talk about your next aspect um, you know when you talk about uh, the as your tours and all of that music tours now i'm sure you wouldn't be having it the same way now right like uh, because of the pandemic and all of that but uh like uh, how do you communicate with your uh, uh, you know your fan base right now like do you have concerts and tours happening right now yeah so we started doing events back in may i think uh when when we waited we took the whole year off last year until there was a availability of the vaccine for anybody who wanted it um and then we just kind of decided as soon as the vaccine's available for everybody to choose if they want it or not um then it, at that point i felt okay to go back out on the road and uh, be with people i uh so we we started that but we're doing it very slowly it's not been very super busy this year just because of the complications with all that um some churches aren't doing events still so um and then we are we're not we're doing an event next weekend um in Michigan but then we're going to be off pretty much till November and then we do a Christmas tour in December um so we're just kind of taking it as it comes seeing what the regulations are trying to be respectful of each church's um wishes and how they handle it um so that's kind of how it's been i've been i have social media so i i can connect with my fans that way um but it's definitely overall been a very quiet year for me um just taking the time to really reflect and say god where do you want this ministry to go in the future um being invested in school trying to focus on those studies too so yeah we're we're trying to figure it out it's difficult i you know I've, all of us are trying to figure this out so that's true but i believe that god's plan for your life is going to go from glory to glory right like he's already taken you to a, a, amazing levels and i'm sure that his plans are always going to take you to another level but uh you know can you share some interesting or uh, some interesting incident that happened with regard to your uh, tours uh, music uh, concerts or something like that Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, there's been there's been several, but one one of the stories I like to tell is uh years ago I was playing at a at a school and I was showing I was showing one of my first music videos called I Love You Anyway because I had recorded the video in the school. So we came back into the event for the students who were in the video. And so I was sharing the story behind the song and then um they turned the lights off so they could play the video so everybody could see it so i i turned and i uh, they had the spotlight on me previous while i was talking so they turned it off <laughs> and i don't know if you've experienced that but when the spotlight goes off and all the lights go off you can't see anything <laughs> and so i just turned and i was like well i can't see the floor but i'm just going to start walking so i i started walking and i fell off the stage <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, I fell off the stage and I had the microphone was still on and so I was like I hit my hand on the side of the stage and I ended up like bruising my finger and it was the whole I was like ow when I fell and it went through the speaker system. <laughs> so everybody heard it. It was pretty embarrassing, but it's a story I'll never forget. I was wearing a white dress and so when I fell it just like people said they saw this big white poof. <laughs> 
<laughs> so that was that was a memorable moment for sure. I'm also one of those people who keep tripping and <laughs> falling, so I could yeah, fully yeah. understand. It's very embarrassing <laughs> when that happens. Yeah. So, uh, uh, and also, and you told that you were wearing white. Good thing people didn't think it was a ghost and started running away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so, true. so, what is your message to the body of Christ in this season? With all that's going on, you know, with the pandemic, it's needless to say it's a global issue. Um, yeah. There are people um, right now struggling in India with a lot of challenges, and of course, uh, we know what's going on in Afghanistan and yeah. uh, all across the world. People are having their own challenges. And uh, what is your message to the body of Christ in specific with all this? Yeah. Well, I would say. Um, you know, the, I don't know how it is there in India, but it's been very divisive here. Um, there's been lots of, uh, there's two sides. It seems like the culture always pushes you onto two sides, right? It's one side or the other. And it's so frustrating to me, but um, it's that's what happens. And the thing that, that God has laid on my heart in this time for the church is just to encourage the church, like, don't be so focused on one side or the other. There can literally be two people on the same side who are doing the same thing, one from a pure heart and one from a heart of sin. And and so it's like, okay, God, if that's the case, it's not a matter of is this side or this side right? It's like, let's turn that inward and look at our heart. What is our, how is our heart? Am I acting out of pride or am I acting out of love? Is my choice to um, get vaccinated or not get vaccinated or, um, or vote for this guy or that guy, you know, like what is, what's motivating me to, to make any of those choices? Is it because I want to be a part of this specific crowd or is it because I'm standing up for a certain uh, belief that I believe that God, God would want for our, our country or whatever. Um, so just focus, turning the focus less on the obvious, uh, uh, the obvious argument and turning it back to what is happening in my heart let's focus on that and then if my heart posture is in the right place in the uh, choices that i'm making then i can be confident and not not be so concerned about what the world's telling me to do you know so that's that's probably what i would say is just not to focus on the the obvious argument but turn it back to yourself and say what is the what is the log in my own eye before i i try to take, take the speck out of my brother's eye you know type thing yeah, I'm, I'm actually a full-fledged fan of what's going on in the U.S. I mean, not approving what's going on, but what I meant is like anything I watch, listen, or everything is United States, even the political aspect. So I, I could fully resonate with what you said when, it talks, when you talk about uh, divisiveness in the country uh, and the way the Lord has been leading. Um, and we as believers have to rise up and, uh, you know, instead of focusing on, you know, this and that and try to see, uh, you pointed out in a right right way, you know, like we, whatever is happening is happening, but you know, how can you use this for the extension of God's kingdom and yeah, right. focus on how you as a believer, instead of living in carnality, um, say, okay, this is what God's will is or where God is leading and say yes to his plan. And, right. uh, you know, that's just what will really make the difference. Is there um, anything else you would like to add in anything else that you would like to add? You know what, I, I think I 
I think you got you've covered it well, and I really enjoyed this conversation. So I don't think I have anything else to say, but I appreciate it. Okay, okay. So for those who are in India, um, you just told me before this conversation that uh, they can also be connected. Uh, what are the different ways they can be connected with you and your ministry, your songs? Yeah, so you can connect with me on Instagram. Uh, my handle is Holly Star Music. Just remember, there's two R's in Star, um, and the same on Facebook. You can just look, search Holly Star. Um, those are probably the be- two best ways. I also have an email list that you can sign up on my website, hollystarmusic.com. So that's how I'd recommend connecting. You can also follow me on my uh, the Yes Necklace Ministry, which is theyesnecklace.com. Um, there's also an Instagram for that at the Yes Necklace. So, yeah. okay. And the last question, uh, is there any specific word you'd like to share towards this ministry and this podcast? I just say keep doing what you're doing. You know, stay faithful where God is calling you. And um, yeah, I, I think it's awesome, your heart for people and your just passion to keep, get the word out. It's, it's so needed. So keep it up. Thank you so much. So uh, we're just done with the session i encourage you guys to like comment share subscribe and if you're watching it or listening to this share it around i'm sure it's going to be a great blessing and i'll also put the links to uh, holly stars uh, website youtube channel in the description i encourage you to check it out and i also put the links to her yes uh, necklace uh, website also i encourage you to check it out check out the stores and buy the things they are available all across the globe i'm sure it, they will all be a great blessing to you and once again holly i'm so grateful that you joined us today at this juncture i would like you to uh, uh, pray over the people a pray for all those who are watching and listening and before you pray i would like to pray over you and release a word of blessing over you right wonderful lord we come to you this uh, day as we uh, had this beautiful conversation where we spoke about all that you have done in the life of holly and you, the way you're using her for the extension of your kingdom lord we know that this is not just uh, where you're left her but this is the place where you're going to suddenly turn things around in her life for god we pray and release this in the name of jesus christ that where she is not where she's always going to be but she's going to go to new levels new seasons and you're going to take her places that we never even imagined oh god lord we thank you for the new season that is coming and as i'm praying i i see a a, a vision of a door that's just opening up for you i release that word over you uh, that god is going to trust you to a new level a new door a new season a new dimension that you never expected coming will come forth for you lord i thank you for the way you'll use her and we thank you for the way you're going to use her as well oh god we give you glory honor and praise in jesus name we pray for her family as well right now in jesus name amen Jesus thank you so much for John and his ministry of hope for people and his and his passion to help people see that they have a purpose and I just pray that you would continue to fill him with vision and and passion and refresh his spirit when he needs it most I know it is um a lot to be giving and giving and, and encouraging and so I just thank you that you are the God who refreshes us so I just pray that over him that you would give him Uh, vision and his team, those who help him, um, that they would all feel uh, just supported by your spirit as they um, go into the world and, and share about you. 
I pray uh, for uh, India and all that they're going through right now in this time that uh, with COVID as well and the, the great number of losses, Lord, I just pray that you would be the comforter um, in this season to those who are uh, suffering loss of loved ones and, and that you would be a voice of wisdom for those who are seeking answers. And God, I just pray ultimately that, um, that you would just draw your people out to be a light amongst uh, the nations and that, that we would all collectively uh, be people who are on mission because you're a God who is on mission, that we use our voices to uh, lift up your name and bring you glory. I just thank you for this time and I uh, pray again a blessing over John and his ministry and that you would just give him wisdom and refreshment. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, guys. Bye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. I hope you were blessed, encouraged, and edified by the message that you just listened to. I encourage you to connect with me to the various social media platforms. I'm available on Instagram, Parler, and Facebook. You can also check out my regular content on YouTube. And I encourage you to get my books, both Who Am I, as well as my latest one, which became a number one on Amazon, Unveil Your Purpose. I'm sure these books will be a great blessing to you as well. Please do leave a rating and review this podcast in the platform that you're listening to. Share this around with a friend and a loved one. I'm sure it will bless them as well and also help us reach more people with the good news of Jesus Christ as well. Do check out other content on the podcast platform. And if you're led to support us financially or you would like to connect with me, you can also check out the details in the description with regard to my PayPal account. And also, if you are led to invite me to share the word in any other platform, you can do so by connecting with me either through the website or through any other means like the social media platforms as well. Thank you so much for dropping by and I'll see you next time. If you want to get more details, check out my website, www.johngifta.com.